0: Welcome to Soberish, the Jesus fucking Christ, why is it so cold in New York City podcast. I am here with Kareem. You want to say hi?
1: What's good?
0: (laughs) Looked like I was lying there for a second. Uh, I started following Kareem on Twitter. I cannot remember what the tweet was, though, but it was so good. And I was like, I have to find out where he's at. He's one of us. He needs to be on the podcast. So I'm very excited to have you here. I want to get straight to your story. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes, yes. Well, I'm definitely happy to be here. And um, who knows what tweet that was. I'm always on Twitter <laughs> spreading love. Um, but yeah, a little bit about my story. Uh, I grew up in uh, Trenton, New Jersey, not too far from New York, actually, but uh, Grew up in kind of like the projects, you know, whatever you want to call it, a single mother, single family household, that type of thing. Um, And uh, let's see, Um, I moved to Virginia when I was probably around like 14 or 15, started selling drugs, getting into the drug life. Um, Went back and forth from Virginia to New Jersey, kind of like really getting heavy in drugs and... um, then I had my daughter decided to turn my life around a little bit. Um, I turned my life around and started you know, working regular jobs and trying to get my life together for my daughter. I felt like I had something to live for. And um, I ended up getting married, and that's when I pretty much had my spiritual awakening. So Was it like beautiful,
0: like you got married, and then you were so happy that it caused a <laughs> spiritual awakening?
1: No, not at all. <laughs> well, I, I think most people out there know that's not how it usually happens. <laughs> Um, it's definitely a lot of tension involved. So it wasn't pretty. It was actually my first heartbreak ever. Um, so that was, that was, that was a first for me and it it crushed my heart. I was depressed for a year. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Depressed for an entire year. I couldn't go outside. Um, I worked from home. I told my job, I wanted to work from home. My dad would have to bring me food. I was, it was horrible. It was horrible, but I felt like, you know, that's what's needed for a lot of our, a lot of our changes. Um, I like to tell people all the time, like, um, it, it requires a lot of pressure to change the rhythm of your life. Like just think about that. You're changing the rhythm of your life. That does, that requires a lot of tension, a lot of pressure. Um, so yeah.
0: I'm going to guess that that was a twin flame.
1: Definitely. <laughs> definitely a twin flame. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're we're actually still in touch. Uh, I'm, we end up marrying. I actually married her twice, <laughs> <laughs> right? Typical twin flame shit. Um, yeah, I married her twice. Um, she was the runner. Uh, that's what they call it, the runner. So she was the runner, and um, you know I was chasing after her, uh, and this went on for probably around ten years. Oh, uh, this went on for about 10 years. Yeah. So, uh, we're still, st- we still keep in touch. I mean, it's no hard feelings. Um, I think more than anything, uh, the lesson that I got from that in general is, uh, to practice unconditional love and, and, um, knowing that I have the ability to to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually just listened to a really powerful, I'm in the, I'm in a twin release And I listened to a video. Lindy Cowling put out a video about, like, why you still think about, you know, those connections or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was like, the purpose of these connections is to facilitate your ascension. And so you uh, they're connected to a point in your life where you were like dying and being reborn. Right. So that is like going to be special to you forever. Right. And that's, that's such a part of who you fundamentally are now. So it's almost like, you know, you're connected to a parent or something, you know?
1: Right. This woman feels like my sister now. Yeah. Like she will forever be implanted or imprinted in my life. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I can't have another lover or right. be in love with somebody else and, and, and still cherish that connection, you know, because I mean, she was such a catalyst in my transformation as a spiritual being that, I mean, it's, it's no way that I can remove that and, re, you know, remove her impact. And I wouldn't want to, I mean, yeah. re, regardless if, uh, all of the tension that I we went through together is still at the end of the day, something that's, that's very beautiful to me. Um, just the whole process of it all. So,
0: so yeah. what's e- what year did that start? Um, Your awakening,
1: awakening around 2011. You know, around the time that uh, I was 33. It's so crazy. I was the same age as you know. The, in Bible, they say Jesus was reborn. Um, the same age. I was 33 years old. It was. It happened in 2011 for me. So it was a lot of things that were aligned. Um, I felt like um, I had just recently got married and a lot of a lot of times uh what you hear what you hear a lot of people say is you know when you get married that kind of is a time that you do become more spiritual um you do uh uh try to have a closer relationship with the most high or whoever you consider the most high the universe god jesus whatever you may call it allah Um, you, you go out here and you seek to have a a deeper connection when you get married because you kind of like have a little bit more time to, to yourself. You're not out here looking for something or, uh, uh, feeling like, um, you need to find somebody for companionship. You have that, you have that extra energy to, to, to take for yourself and to find yourself more. And I feel like that was a big part of what happened with me um after my marriage I was able to kind of sit my ass down somewhere and um discover myself more so yeah
0: um that's uh yeah that's interesting timing cuz we had like the the first big level up in 2012 yeah did you feel that <laughs>
1: definitely I that that was a um that was all part of the teachings like when I was when I was studying like I okay so I was I used to work in corporate America and uh, I used to work for, at the time, I was working for, for Apple, actually. I was working for Apple um, in corporate America. I felt like I was climbing up the corporate ladder. I was this big businessman. I was caught up out there um, as far as just, like, in, in the corporate world, I wanted to be successful. And so um, I, I started off as, like, I started off entry level, started moving up in a company, um, developed my own team. And i never forget, it was this guy, Um, at my job his name was Jesse and um this little this little young white boy with purple hair and and, um we would talk every day no we would talk every day and I would tell him about certain things i would be like you know empowering my team like you know we can do more like we don't have to work here we can create our own business if we want to and he would come up to me he would tell me like Kareem like it's this it's this show that I want you to watch and um they talk about everything that you talk about. And I used to just blow this guy off like, you got, Jesse, go ahead. You got purple hair. <laughs> Get out my face, dude. You got purple hair. And, um, and uh, one day he kept bothering me about it. So, you know what, Jesse, send me the link. I'll look at it. He sent me the link. It's spirit science. I don't know if anybody. Oh, shit, I yeah.
0: remember that.
1: Spirit science. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's spirituality 101. Um, but I, I opened up spirit science and I was hooked. It was like I was always searching. I I was I, I grew up Muslim. My mom raised me Muslim. Um, uh, I I kind of like grew out of that. I was searching more. I went and got saved. Went to the uh to the pulpit or whatever you want to call it. When I got saved, that didn't work. I didn't feel anything. And Jesse turned me on to spirit science, and I actually felt it. It felt like it was. I was. Um, it all made sense. Yes, it all made sense. It was like okay, I understand energy now. Oh, d- vibrations, yes, that makes sense. Frequency, yes. Energy or um, uh, d- higher dimensional beings, yes, that makes sense. So it all started to make sense with me. I started to really dig into uh, opening up my third eye and... Um, I started fasting, which I was doing anyway because I grew up Muslim. So that wasn't really something that was hard for me. And that's when it all happened. That's when it all really, I had my first out-of-body experience.
0: You want to tell me about that?
1: Sure, I'll tell you about that. That was totally amazing. Um, It felt like I hosted this energy for about three days um, is what it felt like. It could have been more than three days, but that's just what it felt like, three days. Um, This energy came to me. And initially I thought it was Archangel, Archangel Michael because um, I was really into the angelic realms at the time and studying the angelic realms. And me being a, um, a life path 11, um, I, I feel like I'm highly connected to the angelic yeah. realms. Um, so uh, I felt like this was Archangel Michael at the time. And so I started studying. Uh, I started researching um, uh, just energy or spirits coming to you and I was told to ask questions but don't ask any um, open ended questions. Ask questions that's going to be like a yes or a no or you know don't ask a a complex question. Um, So that's what I did and so I started asking questions and believe it or not I started getting uh, messages telepathically. Um, I just want to point this out. I think that in my case, it was never like I seen something. Yeah. And it, I just want to point that out. And a lot of people that I talked to that actually had this experience, they never seen anything. It was just a presence that they felt. Yeah. It, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't see anything. But with me, I never seen anything. A lot of people ask me, oh, how did it look or whatever? I have no fucking idea how it looked. I just felt its presence. I know how it felt. And I know that when it talked to me, um, I heard it and um, I asked what it was or what it was here for, and it said Isaiah, right? So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know how this ends. Go ahead. <laughs> it said Isaiah. And so I grew up Muslim, so I'm like, Isaiah, and at the time I was married, so I asked my wife, I'm like, what the hell is Isaiah? She like, oh, it's a book and a Bible. So I go grab my Bible. I go run and grab the Bible. Um, I open it up to Isaiah, and I go to 9- I think it was like chapter 9, verse 11, chapter 11, verse 9, one of the two or the other. Anyway, in Isaiah, if you read, there's a chapter and it says, from the, I don't want to quote it wrong, from the trunk of Jesse. <gasps> what? Crazy as fuck. Blew my mind. <laughs> comes a stem and I'm like yo this is crazy I was I was sold by then yeah I knew it was all real by then I yeah. was like okay I, this is it like this is it um and then I just started diving deeper into it you know I started diving into deep deeper learning more um that was really my first initiation after that I had several more initiations um the 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 energy that told me Isaiah uh Actually, that was like a probationary period. It only told me Isaiah because it had to know it had to see if I was going to ride or be there. Yes, you know. So after it seemed that I was real and I'm really I really signed up for this shit. It told me Mattreya. and so I'm like, damn. So it it kind of like gave me a. Uh, I'm thinking what I what I took from it was that it was it was it was kind of like, okay I'm not going to give you too much. I don't want to give you too much. Most people are familiar with Isaiah. You won't look crazy out here saying, oh, yeah, you know, I felt the spirit of Isaiah. Um, So I felt like that was just um, to ease me into things. Uh, But once my came, it got really heavy for me. It was more dense. The information that I was coming across was a lot more dense, but at the same time, I had access to a lot a lot more um, uh, teachings. It was a yeah. lot a lot more teachings I had access to. So Maitreya
0: yeah. is a higher dimensional being.
1: So what I took from it and what what I've been studying and what I've been uh what I've what I feel is that Maitreya is what people would call cosmic Christ. And First of all, when I say Christ, I'm not I have I, I don't mean religion. It has nothing to do with religion yeah. when I say Christ. When I talk about Christ, I talk about a, a energy, a universal energy that's been here way before religion. Um so I just wanted to put that out there. It has nothing to do with religion when I talk about Christ. Um but Maitreya is what is considered a represent representation of a cosmic Christ. So in a lot of ways it's what what people will call Jesus teacher, yeah. Je- to me, the spirit of Christ or the spirit of Jesus or Jesus in itself would be considered a brother to me. He would be considered a brother because we had the same teacher.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um, so that's which what checks, is. Which checks? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Matreya is to me. He's a he. Uh, he represents the cosmic Christ. He's a teacher. He's my inner teacher is what I consider him at this point, him or her, whatever, uh, my inner teacher, and um, and yeah. So I, I go to Maitreya, Maitreya, Maitreya gives me tension for my growth and um, points me in the right direction, a good guy. So yeah.
0: Um, I want to point out a couple of things mm-hmm. that you said. Um, so something I uh, harp on in every single episode is uh, – I am just a mouth here to confirm experiences that people are having, but if you truly truly want to get in touch with your higher dimensional self, you have to trust your own experience right and so if you were running around looking for like you were able to develop your relationship with Maitreya and because you were following the clues that were coming from right. inside of you, you were trusting your own synchronicities right you were you were allowing yourself to be taught. By something that wasn't being confirmed in the physical reality and that's really the key to it if you're looking it's just it's a different set of rules I tell this story a lot but I did an interview uh last year and the I was talking about like I you know I have like 5d friends Mm -hmm. and I have 3d friends and then I have to like go by 3D rules to have conversations with people in 3D, but then, like, I have 5D friends, and it's like, you know, we're talking to each other in dreams, we're telepathically right. communicating, we don't even have to say half the shit, and um, I was taught, but this is, that hadn't really kicked into high gear until July of this year, I really got, like, connected with Soul Tribe, but, um, so I'm doing this interview over the summer, and I'm being put into a position to, like, I say something about I do have telepathic, relationships with people mm-hmm. and i immediately i'm like no i can't give you a color or a number i mean i probably could but like you know i'm not that good at it most of my telepathy is accidental at this point right and uh i went to the bathroom and the aliens were like uh i just like vexed i was like i felt weird and defensive because i'm someone that's like i get it's just i know it's crazy uh at some point you're gonna wake up and and then you're gonna come up not apologize to me and it's going to be fine. <laughs> but like, I'm not someone that you can't evangelize consciousness. So I never try. You right. Know? Right. But because of the nature of this interview, I was kind of ended up having to be put on the defense. And so the aliens were like, Hey, we don't give a shit. <laughs>
1: If, it's so true. Like, what
0: the fuck are we going to come prove <laughs> ourselves to the past? We don't care. We're not physical. If you want to experience higher dimensional reality, detach from the physical. The physical's the worst dimension. Yes. It's the lamest dimension. And unless you can trust your perception of something that's not physical, you're never going to get to experience it. And so I just want to point out how. Uh, uh everything that you said about like you were trusting your experience right. you know you look in the bible you see the thing of Jesse, you know you know yeah. you know that you're having this experience with angels you know you know or the angelic realm you uh and that is the key cuz i get people that are like how do i talk to my guides and i'm like they're talking to you you're just not you're listening you're not
1: confident Yeah, uh, it's, it is it, it's confidence i think um a, a lot of the teachings that i studied they they tell you that the more you invoke confidence, the more you're going to attract these spiritual experiences to yours to you. And um, the more you stand in your square, the more you're going to you're going to be a shining light. It's like that lighthouse out there that's guiding ships. That lighthouse is sturdy. It's standing there. It knows it's a lighthouse. It's going to shine its light and it's going to guide the ships and, and make sure that they're safe. And that that's 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 why you see a lot of spiritualists refer to themselves as lighthouses. Um. So, so yeah, most definitely. And another thing, you made a great point. Um. These guides are funny as fuck. They y'all. are. Like they, if, if it's anything I learned from Isaiah slash Matreya, this energy that came to me and that has been with me, it's that, uh, to t- don't take life serious. That's the yeah. main thing that I learned. I mean, I would ask questions to this, to my guide and it would answer my questions before I even answer, uh, before I even ask them, and or make a joke or something like, ask me a real question or you know stuff like that. It just it was funny it, and it really showed me that you know not to take life so serious. Um, and it's something that I try to tell people who enter the spiritual path. It's like you know, like don't don't take the stick out your ass. Don't be so serious. Yeah, it's not this serious. Um, uh, don't don't let people fear monger you and have you all super uptight about about your journey because it's it's not that serious at all and if anything we're just here to experience. Um, yeah.
0: Absolutely, I did uh, so many mushrooms a couple weeks ago with um, <laughs> Lola from Water Baby Tarot. She's a, a YouTuber and okay. um, and another energy worker, mm-hmm. and we ended up. Just getting to go hang out in the higher dimensions in a way that like I've only ever been able to do in dreams and stuff. And so it was really interesting to finally get to see the way that the 3D reality exists and then the higher dimensions exist like Photoshop layers on top of it. Right. So at one point I'm sitting in the sink, but we're on a spaceship like the entire house looks like a spaceship. All three of us are seeing a spaceship. So we're in like higher dimensional reality, but I say ju- like, I recognize that in 3D I'm sitting in a sink right now, you know, <laughs> but it doesn't look like a sink. But, uh, as we're in that space, we're in our higher self. It's just raw personality right. and we're so funny. Everything's so funny. Yes. We're like, we're doing a lot of energy work and dealing with a lot of like painful stuff. You know, we're getting ready for this, uh, this reckoning that's coming in yes. 2020. I, I want to talk to you about that. We I want to see what you that. feel. Um, and, uh, at one point Adriana is doing energy work on me and she, uh, she's like, uh, like starts apologizing that I got left here and she's like, we're sorry we had to leave you. Uh, we, um. You know, we didn't want to leave you, but you were like, you're too long. And then I like <laughs> this thing rose up from my feet all the way up my body. And then I was like, oh, this abandonment wound that's been oh. shitting on my entire life isn't about drug addicted parents. This is about Earth. Y'all left me on fucking Earth. Wow. And, uh, and then but then I'm sitting in the sink in you know, on a spaceship and I'm like, uh, I'm laughing because I am. I'm like, oh, I ha- we have resentments up <laughs> you know here. I mean? Right. But the relationship with the resentment was so different because it's like th- light and dark are one. You know what I mean? They work together. And so it was just like I can have a resentment, still completely and still love you. you <laughs> and just and also be laughing at it. Exactly. It's like I have all these feelings I have it and all. they're okay. That's you know?
1: unconditional love, man. I think yeah. and for real, that was a big lesson with me with my with my twin was unconditional love. Uh, and me embodying unconditional love, so I can share it with other people and 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 preach that because I mean you can only practice what you preach uh I mean it's only right you practice what you preach um so so yeah, that was a big part of 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 my twin flame journey anyway was just embodying unconditional love and 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 actually knowing for myself that I can do that that yeah. I can look at somebody who tore my fucking heart out and still love them and smile at them. Yeah. And- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. uh sounds like you graduated uh <laughs> right. I'll invite you to mine when it happens <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i wanna talk about um twenty twenty i think uh I've been getting a lot of downloads about a death of the unconscious masculine energy, and um i mm. uh haven't had a had a had a chance to I think I've only talked about it on one episode so far. So I would love to hear like what you Mm. feel is coming in in 2020.
1: I mean, you hit, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the, the masculine energy. Um, One of the first steps that I took when I had my spiritual awakening as a man, um, as a man now in this lifetime is towards the sacred feminine. Right. So, um, We've been under years and years and years of just heavy uh, toxic masculinity, if you want to call it. You know, I, I really don't like the term toxic masculinity. It's just it's been like a lot of
0: unconscious. Masculinity. Un, yeah, unconscious.
1: Yeah, I like your term better. Unconscious masculinity, um, because I, I just don't like toxic masculinity because masculinity is not toxic yeah you know and it it kind of like gives gives it the wrong impression we got
0: into that on the last episode that it was a masculine age but we were unconscious so it it became toxic right but had it been a feminine age like had we been you know it would have been it would have been the same
1: thing right yeah so so i i feel you on that that's that's a great point um so so yeah uh, one of the first steps I had to take me personally was towards the sacred feminine. I had to balance my shit out. Yeah. I had to I had to get rid of all of this heavy ego that I had in me of wanting to go to war and uh, <laughs> take the straight path. And like, you know, like just not not really seeing the colors. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, So so that was one of the first steps I, I had to soften myself. I had to really soften myself up a lot. Um, So the sacred feminine was one of the steps I had to take. And um, that's where we headed. I feel like that's where we headed. Um, I feel like that in 2011, um, it's this sacred place called Four Corners. Um, It's like Arizona. uh, What are those four states? Arizona, Utah. uh, Where all the four states meet up down there.
0: Uh, Would it be Nevada? Nevada. Uh, Arizona, California. No, it's you not know? Cali.
1: I don't think it's Cali. But anyway, our ge, <laughs> oh our, ge- yeah. our geography sucks. <laughs> but four corners. I can tell you about the galactic <laughs> geography. Yeah, but but it's where the four states meet down there. It's called Four Corners. It's a very sacred place, and um, I feel like that's where a lot of the the sacred feminine energy has came into the planet at. Yeah. Through through uh through central sun. Um, and, um, it's, I felt like it started in 2011, maybe a lot of my guys have been telling me that, um, that's when it really hit. Um, um, so, so yeah, I feel like that right now where we're at is it, it's finally settled in. I think a lot of the, when we, when we, when we look at energy, I think we have to look at it from the point of it settling in, yeah you know, um, we may feel it a lot of, a lot of us who who are very sensitive may feel it instantaneously. Yeah. As soon as as soon as it hits the planet, we may feel this energy. But that doesn't mean it's gonna translate into the masses right. at that point. We we we're we're stuck twilling in our you know, twilling our thumbs. Yep. Like waiting <laughs> long for the people to, you know, but at the same time, you know, we have to it has to trickle down. And I felt like a lot of the energy that came in around 2011, around, you know, where where they say, uh the world ended, the Mayans yeah. say the world ended. I feel like that energy is finally settling in to the masses and to society. And now we're gonna see the the results of that. Yeah. Um for 2020. Um and I also feel like that with the blood moons that took place um not too long ago, that really opened up the door and led a lot of profit that they prophesized about that as far as the blood moons happening in us, um, our hearts being on full display is what I like to call it. Or more so, we're able to see the veil is removed. Yeah, it's gone, and it's it's no it's no hiding it. I think that the powers that be know that they're running on fumes. Yeah, and they're kind of like wondering why the fuck didn't aren't we doing anything? Like I'm surprised it lasts this long. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that exactly. type of thing. Like I'm surprised it lasts this long. I'm surprised that they haven't done anything yet or the collective hasn't, you know, risen yet. Yeah. So um, I think they're surprised they're running on fumes. They know what's going on. They know it's going to happen. We, the the um, the um uh, people who have felt it know what's going to happen. With me personally on my, when I first woke up, it kind of, what happened with me is, I'm I, this is the best way I can explain this. It's kind of like you set a pot on a stove and you put a top on it and you turn the heat up, and it's sitting there, and the steam is developing in its pot, right? Mm-hmm. So my awakening was you, you taking the the lid off of that pot, yeah, right? So what's going to happen is the energy is just going to spurt out. It's gonna it's going to be a direct, straight up, you know, to the top. And when I woke up, that's what happened. When I woke up, it I went straight to the top, and it's like I it's like what. What, what, what they say I seen a promised land out this motherfucker yeah like I seen it <laughs> I seen a promised land like I was dear I was in like the new world and it was beautiful it was like I was walking and and uh plants was growing at my feet it was like a Disney movie or some shit you know what I'm saying and so um I was there and I experienced it it was beautiful butterflies was landing on me it was it was amazing I, all I could listen to was Michael Jackson I couldn't listen to any type of music it's like I was in such a beautiful Cocooned place birds would fly to me I was so magnetic I would go outside and birds would fly to me directly to me and wouldn't stop I would yeah. have to run inside and when I would run inside they would come to the window and hit them hit themselves <laughs> on the window that's how magnetic I was because yeah. you know birds birds go in direction through mag- magnetic wave magnetic waves you know that's yeah. how they know where to go so um I was so magnetic I was so magnetic my extremities were burning um I, I had to do some research I ended up finding out that I had to learn to ground myself because at the time I didn't know what the hell grounding was I was just <laughs> my, I was on fire yeah. so um I found out what grounding was I just went outside in my backyard and just took off all my clothes and laid in the dirt and that kind of like helped me out laid in the grass like I was I felt I felt you know more grounded um but yeah I was such su- so so much on fire uh uh during this time so it's definitely real it's um so um i forgot where i was
0: i love that new awakening energy where you don't even know what's happening but everything gets immediately oh magic it
1: was crazy like for real i lost my i lost my uh whole my train of thought just thinking about it because it was really it was real like it yeah, was, was real it. and <laughs> and i was i was i was totally gone like my um i was on fire i I was literally burning and I didn't know why. Like, why are my hands and feet burning? You know, like why? Um, But what, what I, what I found out is that um, just being around, um, being around a high vibrational being or being around, uh, what you, what you like to say the aliens, you have to understand that they have a different vibration in us, right? They have a different frequency in us than us. So when you're, when they're around you, you're going to feel that, you know, just in your, in their presence, you're going to feel that impact. So that's what I felt. I felt how, how refined this being was. And I wasn't, you know, like if, if, if I was a little bit more dense, I probably would have had a heart attack or I probably would (laughs) have went fucking crazy. If I was a tad bit more dense, you know, I was just right. It's like, they know. And and that's another thing. uh, Like I noticed at the beginning, you said, like you know, when would I? You heard a, you hear a lot of people like, when would I have my spiritual experience? Well, you go, you'll have it when you're ready for it. Yeah, you're, they're not going to come to you if you're going to fucking go crazy and um, you know have a nervous breakdown. Um, they're they're you're not ready. Yeah, you know, so you're, you'll have it, the experience when you're ready. Or uh, when I'm gonna meet my twin flame? You'll meet your twin flame when you're ready. That also, shit. Stop is,
0: begging for that. And say, <laughs> thank
1: you, thank you. This shit is not a walk in a park.
0: Like. People, why do
1: people romanticize that? It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Why do people romanticize it? When am I going to get my fingers cut off? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, for real. Now, now I will say it is a gift. If you can get through it, it's an amazing gift. It's the gift that that will forever give to you. But at the same time, it's nothing to romanticize about um and the same way with yoga the same way with spiritual work true spiritual work is nothing to romanticize about it's not walk running through a field of flowers in slow motion with chakra tattoos it's <laughs> it's it's none of that it's none of that it's it's real work it's really digging and finding yourself and looking at the ugly parts of yourself and seeing yourself for who you are and and, and being like you know what i'm i'm going to do something about this and then and then when you're doing something about it, going through more shit, you know, spiritual work is losing it all. Yes. Yeah. That that's that's spiritual work, losing it all. That yep. That's exactly what happened to me. And that's what happened to most people that I come across who have really done the spiritual work. They they always have a story of, you know what, I lost it all. But I think a big part of that is so they're not attached to Yeah. You
0: You have to die. It's, it's funny how much of the stuff in the Bible was actually just about consciousness and this process. And then, uh, I'm, uh, but you have to die to your, like your old self has to die and that does not feel good. And then when you finish that and you start getting into higher dimensions, now you have to go clean up the mess of, you know, your bloodline and your ancestors, Mm. which get ready for that in, uh, in 2020, I talked last week on the podcast about how when the Divine Feminine woke up around 2011, Mm -hmm. she started to wake up. This is where we saw like rape culture and stuff like this start to get Mm -hmm. talked about because as the feminine energy wakes up, she has to realize like, oh, I was getting raped. Right. I was getting abused. I was getting, you know, uh, pushed down and put in boxes and forced to breed and everything else. Right. And so that was painful for us to, and you know, we're dealing with that like lineage of that. Yes. But you know, we're dealing with in our personal lives. I pushed back against it. I didn't like the idea that, uh, Oh, every guy that, um, took advantage of me when I was drunk, uh, actually took advantage of me because I didn't want to be a victim. You know, I was a survivor. And, uh, now as the masculine is waking up, we are going to feel that. And it's going to be dark. Like uh, unconscious men are probably going to feel it more than anyone else. But we all have a history because, um, it's everything that happened in the unconscious masculine age. Right. So we've got slavery. We've got colonization. We've got all of these dark things that we did along with. I would rather wake up and realize I got hit by a drunk driver when uh, I was asleep than wake up and realize I was, I hit somebody when I was drunk. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like that's right. what right. we're tapping into now right. is like now you're going to go deal with all the lives where you were the bad guy. Yeah. You know, definitely. now you're going to go deal with the history of all of the, the dark things that we've done. And for unconscious men, they're going to be waking up via the pain of all of the things that they've ever done uh, to the that, feminine.
1: Right. Definitely. And, and that's why that's a great point. And that's why uh, that's a, that's why I tell people all the time, like, don't put in, Don't don't write anything in stone for people because like people can transform at any time right yep. now. Okay, so the worst person that or the person that you think is like the worst, you know, the worst human being in the world, um, they can turn around and just totally be an angel. Um, So at this point, it's not really good to I don't think so. to to like, you know, write anybody in stone or cast anybody off and be like, oh, no, this person is an asshole. They'll forever be an asshole because, I mean, a lot of people are changing right now. Uh, Because because of what you just said, because of the the fact that we're able to look at ourselves now and see ourselves more. um, So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I tell
0: people like, who were you last April? Because we've hit so many like uh, portals and shit since April. we're moving like, who so were fast is so fast. That doesn't mean you have to li- let them stay in your energy. I'm definitely a proponent of let people go project over there if that's you right. know if they're fucking you up like separate from them definitely. especially if they're a vampire of some sort they're feeding off of you definitely but don't be surprised if they come back in a year and they're healed and they and, woke up because right. we're all in this yeah you know we're all in this process right now exactly
1: exactly um uh you uh, another point i wanted to touch on was th- just a feminine and a masculine energy like i think um a big part of of, uh like you said around two thousand eleven this this uh sacred feminine came came onto the planet and has really been healing a lot and exposing a lot and um but I do feel like that a big part or how can i word this um I think that a lot of women in general feel like that the sacred feminine is something that that's like natural for them and i can't i you know yeah. I, it's i and i think that i think that it has it's really um holding back a lot of work that people could be doing yeah. because they're they're associating uh energy with sex right yeah. the sex that you are like so okay um but i i think that i think that we all have masculine and feminine in us yes. right right so um and i also feel like that men or man or woman we've all been hurt by the unconscious masculine absolutely right so we we all have these 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 uh uh negative tendencies within us that stem from this unconscious masculine that we need to work on but what i what i see is a lot of people i mean mean, a lot of women in general they're like no we're uh omit we're omit from that because Mm-mm. I'm a woman and and it's like no we all have this you know and I so I just try to spread that message and I also feel like this and it's it's crazy because I talk about this a lot I talk about this whole masculine feminine in a balance um I feel like that uh um the 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 advent of the sacred feminine um is beautiful and it's bringing about this change And it's a powerful energy. Um, But at the same time, at this point, it's being used in a wrong way. Um, I feel like that's that um, a lot of people it's being used as an attack. Like a lot of people may not even uh, deserve some of the things that they're getting from uh, this big blow up of sacred feminine energy. I don't know if I'm explaining this right.
0: I actually, um, so I see like a pendulum swinging on stuff, and this is a, we're in we're in a balancing of energies right now, and so as the feminine woke up, and then it it got pretty anti because I, I I feel the same way. I'm constantly when I'm talking about masculine and feminine energy, I'm like. Mm, kind of in the dichotomy-based reality, we played that men and women, but we've been balancing out this right this idea that we're one or the other for a while. But it got kind of anti-man for a second, and then we had to play that out until it kind of lost its thing. Yeah, and now it's much less. Uh, we're we're coming back to center. We're now the feminine has okay. you know, she's I got that, that out of her system, and I think that we're seeing that across. Uh races. We're like give everybody a minute to feel their feelings and uh stay in your lane for a minute. And then when everyone's ready, you know, when they've said their piece and everyone's ready to come back, and then and so I feel like we're starting to get that between uh masculine and feminine, you know, that I think that the feminine needed had that long stretch of time. Because now the feminine is coming to a place of like compassion for the masculine and she's ready I to see hold that. space I for him. I do see that. Yeah. I
1: do see that. I do see that. And you're exactly right. It did kind of like play out like that. And I feel like that as far as the damaged feminine had every right to be, to feel that, express that, be in that space, yelling, scream, whatever it may be. Um, even if it came to the point of even a little bit over the top, you know, which I I really didn't want to see that, and that's why I yeah. that's why I wanted to speak on it because it's so beautiful, and you want to balance things out so right. You don't want it to go the other way. Yeah. You don't want you know it's been like like we were just saying it's been this heavy uh uh masculine unconscious masculine inner. We don't want the unconscious feminine because the unconscious feminine is going to be way worse than unconscious masculine <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, because like you know you ever seen a woman pissed off like um yeah
0: yeah i just felt like i see a lot of things in the same way as a a relationship and this is something i've i've had to explain to people about white privilege um because uh white people feel like oh i'm being attacked or whatever and it's like listen this is like uh you're in a marriage and you've done something fucking wrong Mm -hmm. And you just need to say, I've done something wrong. And I'm just going to stand here and I'm going to let you express all your feelings. I'm not going to pretend like this is the energy we're going to be in forever. But if you want to be defensive five minutes into finding out you have white privilege... We're going to be in this energy forever. Right. Just stand there and say, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. And I'm just going to be here and I'm going to be sorry. And I'm going to let you feel your feelings. I'm going to stay the fuck out of your way until you're done feeling your feelings. And then I'm going to let you tell me how I can make it up for you. Right. You know, make it up to you. And that is how if you want to heal damage in a relationship... That is what you do. You don't say, well, just, I feel like you're going to be mad at me forever. And, oh, yeah, well, like, you weren't perfect, you know, or, like, I, I had to work for what I got. And it's, like, all the wrong, all the wrong energy. Just g- get in your lane. Stay out of uh, her way. Let her, Let her be mad. Right. You know, and this goes across all. I follow uh, a lot of spiritual people on Twitter. Right. And I watch uh, white people in uh, people of color's face. You know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, like, uh, there's no color here. And it's like, yeah, it is. Understand the history (laughs) of the planet that you're on. Right. Get in your lane for a minute and sit here and fucking wait until uh, it's time, you know, and just. Just you don't have to run. You don't get. To, you don't actually get to run this part. <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. <laughs>
0: um, and that's kind of the same with the masculine and the feminine. The feminine, you know, let it come back to let center. It it's not yeah. going to swing the other way. It's going to come back to center. And then, but if we don't give the uh the people of color or the women or the you know what i mean everyone everyone who got hurt needs to have time to get that all out Out. otherwise we're just spiritually bypassing
1: no no you're exactly right i i totally agree but but and here's the thing as a black man i even as a i even tell my people like don't become this unconscious uh um like don't don't do what what was done to you for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I I see that in my culture, in, in, around around in the black community, I see that all the time. And I that that's what I'm saying. I'm, I I want to avoid that. I don't yeah. I don't want it to to turn around and just be the completely vice versa. It goes you know like it it was it was okay. Uh, white people enslaved black people for so long, and now that. Black people are acknowledged. It's acknowledged that they were done wrong, and now they have a little bit of power or whatever. Whatever. Now they're trying to put their uh uh feet or foot on somebody next. No, but I mean, you see that a lot. You do. Yeah.
0: Like I it, feel it, uh, and I, just tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like they get a minute to do that. You know. Uh... I don't.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Because me personally, I don't think so. I don't feel like they they deserve that or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, that don't make you any better than them. That don't make you any better than the next person. Yeah. I just don't. I don't think that that's something like okay. You hurt me. I forgive you. Like me personally, for me, I consider myself a. As a black man, I consider myself a free black man because I have no hurt whatsoever when it comes to slavery or what some white person did to me or did to my ancestors years ago. I can fucking care less. Honest to God, I could care less. I have no hurt whatsoever. I'm healed from that. Did it happen? Yes, it happened. Yes, it did. Am I hurt by it? No
0: is it something that you feel like you healed? Like I definitely yeah. healed from it. Yeah. It was it's
1: something, yeah, you gotta heal from it. It's something that's in it's embedded in you. I mean, you know what I'm saying? My ancestors struggled. They went through that. Like when I was doing my ancestry.com, I'm online and I'm looking and I'm doing my research and I'm seeing, okay, damn, my, my peoples really were slaves. You know, going going back and looking at the looking at the files and the US census and everything. Um, I seen that. So yeah. But that was part of my healing. You know, it was it, it was it was part of uh, my forg- forgiving was part of my healing. So I'm I'm like, no, I don't think that I sh- I have the right to, to talk shit to a white person because they've done us wrong for 400 years. Hell no. If anything, how can we fix this? Let's get this right. Let's both be on the same level and. Let's move forward. You know, like, let's not even look at it as color. Let's start looking at each other's auras and let's look at each other's, uh, uh, um, um, uh, how powerful your aura is or what color is your aura. I mean, to me personally, what color is your, the color of your aura is more important than what color you are.
0: Yeah. I just see white people, uh, saying that to people of color on Twitter and I'm like, shut the fuck. <laughs> like, just let, I feel like everything's going to come to balance. We're all one in higher dimensional reality. So we're going to get there. You know, I just feel like we're coming out. It's so strange to have been experiencing life separately. Even the masculine and feminine, like these both exist within you. Right. And it's so, uh, but like out in the 3d reality, it's like, uh, we're, we're talking shit about men. I do crack man jokes on Twitter just for likes, but, um, (laughs) We're talking shit about men as if that's something separate from us, but that's a part of us and we're getting there. But I think the process of getting there, I don't, I'm very like, uh, very, um, well, I'm just on the side, on the side that is just like, Hey, you know, I'm going to give you um, some time, you know, I'm going to give, uh, I do benefit from white privilege. I do have a different life. I have grown up in a different world. I do come from a, a different, uh, lineage. I mean, I don't. I don't resonate with Earth in the fucking slightest. But right. uh, this body comes from a different uh, lineage, and I just like. I'm so ready for peace. Right. I'm so ready. So for you're just new open world. to it. You're just yeah. like you know
1: what, well, whatever it takes. If if it takes for you to. Call me, whatever, whatever, and yeah. have you know? Then, then, so we can move forward, right? Yeah, you're not uh, wrong.
0: So I, I would be pissed too. So I be pissed for a minute, right? Uh, I just think that there's already been so much. Telling people, you know, telling women to shut up. I'll just because I'm a woman, I'll use that as the right. example. But it was like, you know, women figure out that they've been raped, and it's like, all right, how long are you going to talk about <laughs> this? And it's like, uh, I don't know. Well, it's been five minutes in hundreds of thousands of years of, you know what I mean? Like uh, for at least ten more minutes, right. and so. Uh, finally the women got it out, you know, the feminine got it out of her system. And now you hear, uh, it's a completely different tone. That tone has really changed just in the last six months where it's like, you know what? Masculine wasn't healed because she had her time. She had her time to scream and yell and be mad. And you know, we weren't nice about it, but like it actually took me cause I'm, uh, very dominant masculine energy until this last year. I couldn't feel my feelings. Uh, I didn't, um, I just like survived life by staying in that masculine energy. Very grossly internally yeah. misogynistic. I was absolutely one A of A lot these, of women
1: are I don't surprised. hang out with
0: women. You know what you'd I mean? Surprised. And now uh, I was talking to my friend Anna and she was like, Oh, we have these beautiful feminine relationships now where we're supportive to to each other and stuff. And she's like, and it's so weird when you come across a a woman who's still like catty and hates other women. And it's like, Ooh, what the fuck? Right. (laughs) Did you just step off a time machine? What is this? You know, we don't do this like this anymore. I wanted to talk to you about what's your birthday. First of all,
1: 11, 19, 79. All right. I I just turned 40.
0: Holy shit. I thought you were like, you look very young. Yeah. Um, new world. New uh, new systems. So I have been getting a lot of downloads about stop begging the oppressive systems to be anything other than what they were built to be, which is oppressive systems, and just render them obsolete um, by building new systems. They got to go. And so I've been thinking about how do we take those of us who've like hacked Abundance. How do we take our ability to hack abundance and just break people out of these hamster wheels? Cuz the thing is if you're taught your whole life that life is about surviving, you just spend your whole life trying to survive. Trying to survive, right. So how do we how do we change the systems? How do we just make new systems? Do you have thoughts on that?
1: Um I think I think the first step is you know, we have to get rid of uh I was talking to a I I was talking to a couple of educators about this. Um I talked to a lot of teachers. I've been I've been attracting a lot of teachers, I guess, because maybe I'm on Twitter teaching a lot and just sharing my my uh, information. But, um, you know, things are not as far as America goes or human beings in general. That things are not really, uh, uh, we're we're not really doing anything unless it's written on paper first, right? Yep. So like. The, the the paper the articles of america need to go yeah <laughs> off top that's the first thing that needs to go so like the constitution and you know declaration of independence independence the constitution all that shit that was that was written when People like me were looked at as subhumans.
0: Yeah, it's funny that we talk about it. It's like, but it's this thing. I I know nothing about history, but it's this thing we've had for two hundred years. It's like, what else are we doing? What what else are we doing for two hundred years? This shit needs to go.
1: So, so so with me, it's like because we hang on to these things. Like these are, if it's written in paper on paper, as far as America goes, or just humans in general, it's like that's it. That's our bread and butter. Um and, and and from the paper we translate it into life so that those paper articles need to go in my opinion um that's the first thing that needs to take place and then we just need to write new ones I feel like we can we need to write a new constitution that's looked at from a universal standpoint and not from just a standpoint uh, uh where people were seen as as uh subhumans and we were at war constantly um. Um, it was just through tainted, uh, tainted pic, uh, tainted eyes. So, um, so yeah, that I think that's a big step in, 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 into this new, uh, this new world is to to rewrite um, the Constitution, to rewrite the Declaration of Independence, um, and to uh, also uh, change the way we teach as well. That's a big one for me as well um, because that's how we learn everything is through school.
0: Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, on school?
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, it's trash to me, you know, at the end of the day, it's trash. It's very, it's very, uh, uh, it's old. The kids are bored. Yeah. Um, I talk. I have a daughter. She's 14. She just started high school. She's bored. Um, <laughs> so I give her extra stuff to do. You know, I'm always giving her extra stuff to do and extra activities because she's bored and um, she wants to her brain is like working a thousand miles an hour and school is only going uh, rabbit. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah. So um, the kids are not they're not uh, attentive in school because they don't care about what's being taught. What's being taught is boring. Um, and so we we, we need, just need to change the whole education system.
0: I feel like um something I've been uh ranting about since I was in my early 20s is people don't know what they want. Like they don't when you ask them yeah. like what do you want and they're like I don't know. They say something like win the lottery, which is just the most generic. It's this fantasy that money's going to make you happy. Right. Um but this survival like this hamster wheel that people are on comes from this. It comes from being overmanaged as children. We're like making we stop telling like we overmanage children and then we send them to this boring place eight hours a day mm-hmm. and we we cram information in a, in their head in a way that doesn't. Like I thought I was dumb. I was in my twenties before I was like, oh, I'm actually highly intelligent mm-hmm. because I'm not someone that you can cram bullshit, boring information into my head. Exactly. I'll just tune out into my in my imagination right. But I'm actually highly intelligent exactly. and can pull things together. I don't know geography or history or whatever programming I was supposed to have picked up in school. But you can put a problem in front of me and I'll fucking solve it. Um, but that isn't how we teach them. We just like and then test and it's all it's, the, it's, it's such garbage. Like my,
1: my daughter is stressed out from tests. I, I just want like they test way too much uh, in school. Um, another thing that that you were talking and it, it kind of brought it up um it's like you said i feel like with school we need to uh uh cater to the children's strengths right and stop beating them up for what they're weak at right yep so you might not be good at geography who fucking cares you're a genius in math yes. so come here let's do this math yes you feel me so um because when we do that When 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 we when we give you an F for geography and you don't give a fuck about geography, we're pretty much telling you that you're not a genius and you're you know you, you you're dumb. Yep, you're dumb. Even though you're smart at this, overall you're dumb. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It's that whole, it needs to go.
0: The homogenized, this is like society in general. I've talked a lot about respect your energy. Your energy is different than my energy. And that's because we're part of a collective. And if everybody just embraced who they were and brought their thing to the table, we'd have something amazing. Like I'm, I'm very good at starting shit and I'm very good at figuring out how to make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm immediately bored with it. But there are people, and I didn't find this out until a couple years ago. I used to hate that about myself. I start things and I don't finish them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've gotten certified in things, I never did anything with it. I'm like big picture, a million things at once, and uh, but then I don't want to see it through. I don't want to stay in it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But because that's my energy. That's what I came here to do. Mm-hmm. And I spent, but that doesn't fit in what society deems considered. Because it's all worker bee virtues, worker bee virtues. You know what I mean? Like, oh, join a union, stay at this union your whole life, buy one house, marry the same person. And that's not my energy. Right. And so I spent my whole life hating that about myself. And then I started to find out, like, oh, there are huge. Pieces of the population that can't make a decision. Right. Or start anything. Yeah. They're great at perfecting it once it started, but they have no idea how to. G- I can make a huge life pivot in a second. Right. And make it start, you know? And so if we all just embraced exactly who we are, you're a math person. I'm a uh, whatever. Like I'm a starter. Science, you're whatever. a finisher, whatever. And if we come together together it might not work if you want to live in this isolated life by yourself, but if we come together and everybody brings exactly, and that is the, the, the higher dimensional utopia I was shown in dreams in, in alien school was that everyone does exactly what they want and it fits together as a perfect puzzle because everyone is on one page. And so there are people and you're like, well, who's going to want to do this? And it's like, now that we're here, I'm like, Oh, robots are probably going to do that. (laughs) But, um, if everyone just brought what makes their heart sing to the table, we would have like a perfect like how the phys- like how the human body works, right? right. The Body of Christ, and so um,
1: the heart pumps, yep. the lungs, you know pump air to everybody and nobody's beating themselves up for it you don't hear the heart saying oh Why you're not yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you know what i'm saying nobody's beating themselves up for it and um i mean that's what we do that's what we do in this society we if you can't do what i do then you know you get beat up for it um so so yeah i i it, I definitely agree with you like if everybody brings their own part then we'll be able to um to move forward. But I have a question for you. Actually, do what do you feel like is going to be the uh the like the straw that breaks the camel's back or the catalyst for this this uh, awakening? On a mass scale. I mean, because, I mean, it's happening from, you know, me, you see me, you, and you see us coming together more. I mean, yeah. 10 years ago, this wouldn't have happened. No. Right? Yep. So you see us coming together more, but what do you feel like is going to be uh, the the thing that, from a mass scale where everybody starts getting it?
0: Um, In four days, we are entering into what I see as, um, Like, astrologically, there's a lot of stuff happening also, but Mm -hmm. what I've been shown and have been told, uh, everybody who's awake, hide your consciousness in the sixth dimension when it hits, but Earth goes through, it looks like glitter to me. It looks like uh, really, really fine glitter that would, like, stick to your skin. Uh, And then everyone who chose to stay in karma, because 2019 was really, like... All right, we're done with karma. You know what I mean? Time mm-hmm. to time to go on. But there are some people who wanted to stay who are really resisting their awakening, you know. I don't know that everybody wakes up to, I guess they do. But uh, the the work, the 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 mental, the emotional work to raise your consciousness. Um, we enter into something from like December 22nd, 26th that eclipse um, through like mid-February mm-hmm. that uh, I don't know how it's going to play out in the 3D because it's already playing out so intensely and in the astral. Like everybody's right. having all these like Armageddon dreams. So I think we're like having Armageddon timelines right now, but like we're not we're, we're not getting it here in the 3D. OK, I think we're clearing like you out to trickle timelines. down. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think there's like a karmic washing machine almost that people are about to go into. And it is going to be a mass awakening. What I've been told is they're going to get picked up they're going to get traumatized. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of projection coming in. A lot of people, Christmas time, if your family's acting really crazy and like projecting a lot of crazy shit onto you, this is they're in that karmic washing machine. Okay. I got a lot of messages about ignore what's happening in 3d only pay attention to like your higher dimensional perception Okay, because they're going to be in some weird trippy. It almost feels like an acid trip to me. And I've been told ignore what's happening. So because there's a death of a masculine happening, is there a possibility that they start blowing shit up? Maybe. I, that doesn't feel like it's going to happen in the 3D. But uh, then I've been told they're going to get picked up and slammed down in 5D and that there's just going to be a bunch of freshly, very quickly woken up, traumatized people Traum- in 2020. Damn. So uh, I started... explaining the deal. Yeah. I started something <laughs> called uh, Imagination Project <laughs> that provides like mental health, services yeah that's
1: gonna require a lot of fucking mental health yeah Yeah. people gonna be out here losing their shit yeah if that's what's gonna happen um you know what i had you ever heard of the photon belt
0: uh i mean i've heard the word or the words but
1: because when you were saying like the planet going through like a glittery uh type of you know place that reminded me of the photon belt. So so like we're actually in a photon belt right now. The planet is in a photon belt. This is scientifically proven.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, this is
1: scientifically proven. Like I could show you videos where scientists are like, yeah, we're in this, we're in this um this they're call they call it a band. So we're in this band of light that's higher. It's like a, a, a it's more photons in this light than normally we will be in. Okay. So pretty much, it's more—it's brighter light right now in the universe. We're in this span of the band of the universe where it's, the light is brighter, and we enter in this band every so often. We enter—I mean, year, you know, years, years, years. But I think it's like thirty-six thousand years or something like that. But we enter into this band, and we we entered this band in around two thousand eleven, two thousand nine, something. Okay. We entered this band, and um. It just it just when you said that, um, it it made me think of that. Um but the 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 thing where they say when you're in a photon belt is a time where's um uh the last time we was in it was during Christ.
0: So oh, like, shit. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So that
1: makes a lot of yeah. it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. So um we're in this time again and in this time, um, it's like some some like the golden age almost where a lot of our abilities are um are are enhanced um a lot of our quantum abilities are enhanced yeah. um so we're in that time right now so um i mean you can to the viewers out there i mean the listeners out there they can look it up um it's the full time belt um and we're definitely in that time right now it's 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 been documented and it's beautiful like it's so beautiful yeah
0: there are also uh, some of the more wacky 5G uh, Instagram pages that I follow, but there's good information in there talking about something called a solar flash, where there's a huge burst of energy coming Oh, yeah, the solar flare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's supposed to be a huge one coming sometime in the next four years, and so I've considered the possibility that the thing I'm seeing – But the aliens have just been like, get rid of all of your 3D shit before 2020, gather everyone together, put things into place, because by the spring, you're going to have a shit ton of freshly awakened people who don't understand what the fuck they just happened. Uh, or what the fuck th- just happened to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because their ascension is so rapid and their ascension is only able to be rapid because, you know, people like you and I woke up over the course of 10 years and then you have like the awakenings have been getting quick, quicker and quicker and quicker right. because people are able to just tap straight into that. And we've been hacking things like codependency and addiction and everything right. else. And so people are able to just kind of like walk a straight path to something that we had to do a maze to get to. Right. Um, and then you know, just start to create new things, and then also creating, um, creating ways to help people get out of poverty, and um, or like the hamster wheel I call it, because poverty is like an energy, right? Because abundance is an energy, and right. and when you when you when you teach people that they're gonna fall through the floor. You know what I mean? It's like an entire, like the class system is really making money so abstract
1: Mm. for those of
0: us that grew up in lower class, right? Right. Uh, Where I I used to do a lot of drugs and I would do drugs with these kids who were raised rich and we're all doing the exact same shit. But when I, when I, you know, uh, lose everything, the cops come take everything. I'm sleeping outside and these rich kids still somehow managed to get an apartment and not because their parents were helping. It's because they aren't afraid of money. Right. They were raised. They understand that vibration. They know exactly how to get on it, and that's when I realized, like, oh, money's an energy. Yeah, it's, it's not. Energy. It's fake as fuck in the real reality, but it's right. it's an energy. It's a
1: middleman. Yeah. It's, it's the middleman. Yeah.
0: It's a it's a belief system, yeah. and when you're raised poor you are uh like i just i didn't understand how it worked believe, i was raised to exactly. believe to be afraid of it i was r- raised to believe it was so difficult and it took right. me like five years of like trial and error to figure out like oh okay and it's the opposite of everything you think you're taught to like save money to like yo, like be frugal frugal is such yo, a lie it's the
1: biggest lie it's throw so it many out lies the fucking a- window yo ag- I, so i i practice i've been practicing this it's, it's called Agni yoga, and it's a mental yoga. It's a Raja yoga. It's not a, a Hatha yoga. A Hatha yoga, so Hatha yoga, to all the listeners out there, is a, a yoga that is a physical yoga. It's like you're doing your, your poses, bending dog, standing tree, whatever you want to do. Um, it's like that. That's Hatha yoga. Well, what I've been practicing since maybe um, 2011 is um, – Agni yoga. Agni yoga is a Raja yoga, which is a mental yoga, or a yoga that you just practice. It has something to do with your emotional, your emotions, and how you handle your your different seven bodies that you have. Um, so with with uh, with Agni yoga, it has been teaching me how to handle uh, harshness and irritation, and also how to handle um uh, uh um tension. Right. So yeah. so tension. With with, with with Agni Yoga, it has taught me that to accept tension, whereas before I was looking at tension as the worst thing ever. It was like, oh, man, this is about to be a problem, or uh, this problem is how, how am I going to handle this? Um, now with tension, I look at it more as an opportunity for growth. I know that with time, and, and it has never failed me. With, with every obstacle or with every piece of tension that I receive, it's like it's on a on the back end of it is nothing but a tremendous growth for me. Yeah. You know? Nothing but tremendous growth for me and it's just been I I so I, I like to say spirituality doesn't take away problems, it just changes how you look at them.
0: Yeah. It gives you it gives you more tools.
1: It gives you more tools to to handle the problems, right? Yeah. Um so that's that has like been a a crazy tremendous blessing for me. Um, is Agni Yoga, um, but it has also helped me deal with and see uh, uh, the attacks that we're under um, in today's age, yeah. right? So um, the different attacks that w- that we may be um, su- that we may succumb to, uh, whether it may be um, uh, attacks f- um, that like that that's telling you to be independent right mm-hmm. because um it's a psychic attack going on right now that i feel and it has been going on for a while it's teaching the culture or uh uh to to have this independent uh um mindset or to have this independent energy to put out this independent energy right and you see it in the music it's like um, you know, you see Neo with his song, Miss Independent. She got her own shit. She don't need nobody. You see it with uh, in the rap songs and in all the music and. In all the media, you see people pushing independent. It's like being independent is the best thing to do. But I feel like in actuality, it's like the dumbest shit ever. Like, why we we? It's seven billion of us here. <laughs> why are we trying to be independent? Yeah. Why why are we pushing the independency? We are better with unity. Yeah, we we. So I feel like that. You know, that's a big that that it's it's a, it's a big attack on us. It's we're attacked every day in so many ways. Oh my god. And I Agni yoga has really opened my eyes to a and lot of even the heard of that before. a lot of the attacks that I um that I I've been under. harshness and irritation like going back to the going back to being a black man and waking up every day and seeing them shoot uh and seeing another black man shot by police, right? So Agni yoga has helped me deal with that because I could, my spirit could be fucking rattled every day I wake up if, yeah. I, if I wanted it to. If I looked at the news and looked at society every day as a black man, I could be rattled. I probably, I, my, my whole spiritual journey could be trash. I will wake up every day. I will look at people and be like, fuck you. Look at my life, blase, blase. But with Agni yoga, it has taught me that that all of this is, is, it's an attack on me. It's an attack on my spirit. It wants me, it, like, well, psychic attacks want you to be uh, irritable. They yeah. want you irritated, okay? At yeah. the end of the day, you know you're being attacked if uh, you, you start to get irritated a lot. You know you're being attacked if you, if you start to, uh, if you become super harsh for no particular reason. You're under some type of trap or attack when you're when you're acting like that. And so for me with Agni yoga, it was like, you know what? Yeah, I see what's going on. But this shit been going on.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like the only reason I'm able to see this is because we have phones and videos and all of this other stuff now and social media where they can just post it at the snap of a finger. So, and but in actuality this stuff been going on.
0: Yeah, it so was really the, interesting to watch uh, people find out in the last like five years that cops are are not great. <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> I'm the fuck. And to see and to see so many I don't people. Know what neighborhood you grew up in. An in in. uproar. So I had to check myself because I could have easily let my emotions get the best of me when I, when all of this stuff started going on and if it wasn't for agni yoga I probably would have yeah. I probably would have looked at this shit and been in an uproar and probably been some militant or some shit right about now join the black panthers or some shit who knows but I had to look at this stuff and be like hold up this shit been going on like you know and uh, but but the only reason I was able to sit in that space and do that is because agni yoga was like don't don't let this stuff get you irritated sit be still Try figure out you know just sit and see what's really going on look at the big yeah. picture here and see what's going on so I did I sat and I, I, I sat still and it was like hold up okay it's been going on the only reason it's coming out now is because uh of phones and everything and actually it's great that they're talking about yes, it right now yeah. because when they wasn't talking about it that's when I really should have been worried about this yeah. shit. but the fact that they're talking about it now means we're making progress yeah I love
0: it I uh I talk it's calm yeah I talk about a lot of this sort of thing I love that it's coming out it's just important that when the energy um uh I'll use you know uh abortion being made I don't I only want to speak to my own experience when abortion uh they start like closing in on abortion laws or whatever Mm -hmm. and like I was like don't like Careful where you're putting the energy. It's important to be that we know that things have light shed on them. Absolutely something needs to be done about the justice system. The justice system is a hot topic for me. But focus that energy on the solution. Focus that sacred anger on the solution. Make sure you're not putting the authorities further into a position of of authority by lamenting their authority. You know what I mean? Yes. Rather talk about the solution I hate that the fucking entire criminal justice system is absolute uh, garbage. And I've been uh, against it for over 20 years since I had a lot of experience with it and lost a lot of my friends to it. And um, But it's just important that these, these power structures only exist because we believe they exist. Facts. And we can only, if we take our energy back, Anything that's fucking with you in life, you have the option of just, just taking just your energy like, back it, and just and it just it back. collapses. Yes. Yeah. And so collectively, if we started to take our power back from the quote unquote government, it will cease to exist. And that sounds woo and crazy, but it really, totally agree if it can you. still trigger you, you know, so I'm not saying I'm outraged every time that there is a <laughs> uh, someone shot in the street, you know, right? obviously, as you should be. But take that outrage and you can move that energy to collapse that system. Yes. Like you we can. have that power. Yes, these parasites, you can. these I won't call them the elite because they're not the elite. They're parasites. Right. I don't believe these beings have the ability to create reality. I think they put a bunch of gods on hamster wheels and then got the gods on the hamster wheels to be like, the rich keep getting richer. We keep getting poorer. And they're just creating this reality for these people with billions of dollars. Those are Reptiles, or so I don't. They're, they're nothing, they're parasites. If we take our energy back and say, Those are parasites, we're gods, we're creating a new world, their system will just collapse. It's it's, it's really it's that manipulation.
1: Easy. They have no power whatsoever. Nothing but mind it's control. the same story as uh, uh, what is it? Not um, um, the Wizard of Oz, yeah, it's, yep. it's the Wizard of Oz, it's it's when you follow the yellow big Rogan, you get there and you pull the curtain back. You see that it's, it's a, a helpless little nothing yep. that has control. That's the wizard that's been over all of this. And that has been manipulating us. And that the whole time we had the power to go home. All we had to do was click our fucking heels yep. and we could have went home anytime, yeah. you know? So it's, it's, it's definitely that it's definitely like they have no power whatsoever. Um, and I mean, at any time, we can just turn our backs and be like, at any time, we can have the the heaven on earth that we want. Yep. At any time whatsoever, it's all about just us you know, just us knowing it for ourselves.
0: And starting to gather together because there are so many more of us than there are of them. And I think that that's really what's happening with this awakening is everyone's tuning into each other. We're starting to connect the dots. Coming together. It's getting, it's going to get, I'm so excited for this. I'm like, when the the ball of light said, we have something cool for you to do 20 years ago, I've sat around for 20 years going, I mean, honestly, the ball of light was way more fun than this. This is pretty, I feel like you oversold it. And then I started to see the, the Bible talks about the last becoming the first and the first becoming the last. I don't yes. know. You're like, you're bringing up a lot of Bible scriptures for me. Or something. No,
1: you're right. And I,
0: I started to see this shift start to happen and I was like, Oh fuck. Yes. I am going to be here for this.
1: Yes. That's what you here for. I mean, I feel like definitely that's, we're here for the same mission. Definitely where our paths are definitely aligned. I mean, that's why we're here right now. Um, and, um, I don't think that I would have came here if I wasn't doing, if the world wasn't changing, yeah, like I I wouldn't have came here for the bullshit. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, Same. I'm too smart for that. <laughs> I wouldn't have came here for the bullshit. I came here for the change, you know. And I feel like from uh just from a higher level, I usually don't get into the ethers. If at one time for real, I'm a I'm a life path eleven. At one time when I first woke up, I was fucking gone. I was on. P- Play, I was in the Pleiades okay <laughs> I was gone every and I had to ground myself and then right so right now, where I'm at, I don't really talk about the ethers and all of that and my uh my as a spirit, my spiritual journey through the planets and everything, but honestly, I go from planet to planet ascending that's what yeah. I do like I know that for a fact when I first woke up, I did my work and i i i um i i did i found my um uh, my cosmic origin, uh, um, and I, I, I've 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 seen that I go to different planets, and I and I do this. I do this is what I do. You I do help this? the I yeah. help the world ascend.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, isn't it like I, when we were on mushrooms? The three of us were sitting there and. Uh, starting to have memories of all the all the attempted ascensions that we've assisted in and we were like what the fuck this is the worst this one is isn't the it Worst, yeah well I, Atlantis was a failure I guess oh, yeah. Like-
1: <laughs> yeah Atlantis was
0: fa- I mean I, I, I'm talking about as
1: far as the ascending part the yeah. part of reaching that you know that pinnacle
0: well we're trying to take the physical bodies i think is a lot i think ordinarily we just bleep out of that but yeah but then i was just like what a weird job i could just be in the cosmos doing whatever the fuck but like i just keep coming to 3d planets you
1: love people you love people. I think one thing is I connect with the people that I connect with like you and other people, other podcasts that I've done. It's like they genuinely have a true love for people. Yeah. You know? And it's it's also like this innocence with with the people that I meet. Um like it's 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 a um it's definitely like this childlike innocence um and it's something that that can't be tainted. And I feel like that that's why a lot of uh our aliens or guides are even able to come to us. Yeah. you know? Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. You know,
1: just like you, like you, like you can't go around you. You're not going to succumb or be uh, subject yourselves to certain energy. Yeah. If it's too dense or if it's not right, you're not going to do that. You're going to be like, hold up. I feel, you know, the vibe is off up in here and it's the same way with these spiritual beings. They're not going to come around you and you hella dense, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, Here's another thing. They're not gonna come around you if you're a pussy. If you're not <laughs> doing the work, they're not gonna come around no. you. You're not gonna they're not gonna help you. You're not gonna learn anything because they're more so interested in people who are actually gonna do the work. Right. Like who gonna go out here and do a podcast, who gonna go out here and tweet every day or say a good word, who gonna go out here and, and speak or write a book or whatever it may be may be, they're gonna go out here and do the work. Um and then, one of uh, uh, speaking of book, I just wanted to uh, mention this: if you're going through a spiritual journey, do the research. Like Google whatever you gotta Google. Don't be afraid of it. If you feel a presence with you, uh, it's other people out there that's been through the same shit. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like um, when I went through my spiritual journey, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I was I uh, it, it presented itself as Isaiah, and then it gave me Matreya, and one day. Um, well into my spiritual journey, I decide to do some research and I type in Isaiah Maitreya, uh, spirituality or whatever. Lot of you not come across this book, this lady, I think her name was Elizabeth Claire prophet or okay, anyway, yeah, some, some, li- I can't think of her name. She wrote a twin flame book. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it could be a differently. I, I, I might have the name wrong, but anyway. You go, I put in Isaiah Maitreya. Some woman went through the same fucking exact same thing that I went to. Wow. And, and on top of that, on top of that, they took her through a probationary period as well. Oh shit. Like it would, this this energy, it presented itself as Isaiah to her. She uh uh went, did her work, and then it came out as Maitreya. Yep. Right? So it and to have to to research and to find come across this information, yeah. it was like, oh, it was like yes, yeah, okay, it was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And I didn't feel alone like many of us do on this journey. And, and the, the great thing about it is, if what you're saying is true, that the, you know all of these other people are going to wake up. That is people like me and you who have kind of like, you know, we have did some of the work, and they won't feel as alone as right. we felt. Because yep. you know, if it wasn't for this lady. Like I probably I probably would have like lost my shit. Yeah. You know? It's
0: nice to have that confirmation. I want to talk to you all day, but I'm gonna get in trouble for not checking out of this <laughs> Airbnb. Facts. Um tell everyone where to find you.
1: So yeah, I'm on Twitter at I Do This In My Sleep. That's I D O you know T H I S N just in and then sleep. Um you can catch me on Twitter as well. Um I'm in New York, man. Holler at me. I'm in New York, you can hit me up. Um, I have some uh, projects I'm doing I'm currently working on a book as well that's supposed to be coming out in in the near future It's going to be pretty much just a compilation of a lot of the shit that I tweet about Um, and also I'm working on a more in-depth book that's going to cover my my spiritual journey and uh, my awakening and hopefully it can just you know guide somebody who's going through the same stuff we went through, man.
0: Awesome. I think it will. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want a reading, jessareed.com, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at jessareedcomedy. The Patreon is up. The $5 level gets you two bonus episodes of Soberish per month. The $10 level gets you, uh, a pick a card, tarot reading, every week. That's a good option for people who don't want to shell out all the money for a reading. And then at $20, there's all of those things. And then also the live chats we do on Sunday nights, which I have to schedule for this week. Um, Thank you guys so much. See you next week.